When I was first saved, my father, a great man of God, found me weeping alone at the kitchen table. When he asked why I was so sorrowful, I told him I didn't love Christ enough. My father simply said, You will, you will. As time passed, as I searched the Scriptures, as I endured trials and tribulations, and as I began to understand God's grace and mercy more perfectly, I began, as the man of God predicted, to love Christ more. A constantly recurring message on God said, man said, is the evident truth that the words of God found in the Holy Bible are not just printer's ink and paper, but that they are alive and that they are a person. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Revelation 19:13, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. A believer's love for Christ will be demonstrated in his love for the Word, the living Word of God. On the other hand, God's love is demonstrated in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God devised the secret plan, the plan of salvation to redeem the souls of fallen men, and the plan was revealed in Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son. You and I discover the secret of salvation in the miracle of the born-again experience. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except that man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you been born again? Are you ready to shock the vanity of this carnal life and participate in the greatest miracle of all time? Are you ready to be delivered from life's foolish bondages? You can make the decision today that will change everything. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Do it now. We'll wait for you here. Now for today's subject. God said, Psalms 19.9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God said, John 10.35, The scripture cannot be broken. God said, Exodus 16.8-18, And Moses said, This shall be, when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the fool, for that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. And Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that at even the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay around about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoar-frost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. 
Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did meet it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. Note, an omer is a little more than two quarts of dry measure. Man said, Who needs the Bible? It's just an old archaic book written by mere men and woefully outdated. Today's science is far superior. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 673, which will once again prove the full inerrancy of the words of God found in the Holy Bible. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. If you would like the weekly feature sent to you via email, please sign up for our email updates by entering your email address in the box to your left. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. God spends a considerable amount of time in the Bible giving instructions concerning diet. The food and drink we consume, which dictates much of basic health, also has a direct effect on human behavior for good and bad. Think of alcoholic beverages or drugs, for example. There is a type of spiritual umbilical cord that connects body to spirit. If one stops eating and drinking, the spirit of life will soon leave the body. This idea is serious business, and God spends a considerable amount of time dealing with what we eat, how we eat, and even when we eat. Many God-said, man-said features deal with diet, and it is an excellent platform from which to prove biblical inerrancy. Man-science has also spent a considerable amount of time instructing us about diet, and many times its counsel is in direct contradiction to God's Word. The results of man's disregard shows up in medical statistics and, yes, even in his flesh. A few foundational paragraphs from the God Said, Man Said feature margarine and nutritional Armageddon follow. When the Lord visited Abraham in the plains of Mamre, just prior to the cataclysmic destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, he ate a meal that Abraham had prepared, Genesis eighteen six through 8 And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf, tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter, and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. In etymology, the study of language, there is a principle known as the rule of first occurrence, this basically means that the first time a word occurs in language, it typically defines its original meaning. The account that I have just read to you in Genesis is butter's initial entry into God's written world, and butter is sitting on God's supper plate. God's word prophesies of the mighty Lord of glory, Jesus Christ, and writes in Isaiah seven fourteen and 15, Therefore the Lord himself should give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Butter comes highly endorsed. Part of the subheadline in a feature article in Better Nutrition reads, 
how the margarine craze brought America to the brink of nutritional Armageddon. Margarine is partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. According to Dr. W. Willett, Ph.D., M.D. of Harvard, it can be conservatively estimated that approximately 30,000 deaths per year in the United States are attributable to trans fatty acids from partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. That is exactly what stick margarine is. In the over 40 years that American medicine has been pushing margarine down the throats of its followers, if the rate has remained constant, over 1,200,000 deaths are attributed to its namesake, partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. And that is just in America, which is about 5% of the world's population. The following was printed in Health Immunity Digest. Warning! Hydrogenation is dangerous to your health. Hydrogenated foods such as margarine, shortening, and partially hydrogenated oils cause heart disease, increase LDL, the bad cholesterol, and lower HDL, the good cholesterol, increase inflammatory responses, cause toxicity to the liver, promote aging and free radical damage, and inhibit immune function. The esteemed British medical journal, The Lancet, reported on a health study that followed 85,000 nurses since 1976. The study showed that the consumption of just four teaspoons a day of partially hydrogenated vegetable oil, margarine for instance, increases the risk of coronary heart disease. And how about this? Butter has no adverse effect. The health periodical second opinion had this to say. I've preached for years about the dangers of eating margarine as a substitute for real butter. Now the devastating results are starting to hit hard. In addition to it being nutrient-free, margarine is a saturated, hydrogenated fat that causes our neurochemistry to go into a tailspin. The doctor continues, In contrast, essential fatty acids such as butter are just that, essential. The differences between trans fatty acids and essential fatty acids is the exact difference between depression and a normal emotional state of mind. It's also a major factor that needs to be considered in greater detail in Alzheimer's and other brain illnesses. Finally, the doctor reports, As you age, it's terribly important that you avoid any and all products that aren't real or have been altered by processing. That means you can toss out any margarine, egg beaters, and low-fat or no-fat dairy products, end of quotes. Today, much of the world, in particular the United States, is dealing with obesity. The diet industry is bustling. Various Bible diets are alluded to scripturally, but one in particular was given to the Israelites during their arduous 40-year trek through the wilderness. A staple of that diet was manna, also known as the bread of heaven. It should be understood that this manna was a superior product, but God compares it to bread. This feature updates the perfect diet. The following paragraphs are from that article. King David in the book of Psalms 1828 writes, For thou wilt light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. God's word is a lamp unto our feet, and those who reject it are so woefully lost. I know of no subject that God's Word does not address. Can you imagine that even the perfect diet is prescribed for the act of daily life? God said, Exodus 16:8, and Moses said, This shall be, when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full, 
for that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. Every morning, except on the Sabbath, God rained down bread from heaven that the Israelites called manna. He instructed them to eat it to the full in the morning. By the time the sun waxed hot, all that had not been gathered melted. Each man was directed to eat one omer, which is equivalent to 2.08 quarts of dry measure. They were to eat what God called bread, or the corn of heaven, until they were full, and the eating was to be done in the morning. So Israel started with a breakfast very high in carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are major energy sources. This was the energy necessary to sustain a highly active day. Many sportsmen will eat a high-carbohydrate meal prior to competition to supply the high energy level needed to perform. In the evening, the children of Israel were given flesh to eat, a major source of protein. The flesh they ate was wild quail. This high-protein meat would supply the necessary ingredients to rebuild the body during a restful night of sleep. This was God's perfect diet for a high-demand lifestyle. Other staples in this diet would have included olive oil, honey, and plenty of water, etc. R. Fagan, one of the authors of Natural Hormonal Enhancement, had some instructions concerning the intake of carbohydrates. One thing to remember is that carbs are converted into sugar in your system, which makes it a high-energy source. Fagan said that when eating a high-carbohydrate meal for optimum benefit, aim for at least 70% of the carbs to be of a starchy variety, such as potatoes, pasta, rice, beans, and oatmeal versus a sugary food. God's manna from heaven was a bread, which by name would be a starchy carb, and which the Bible said had the taste of fresh oil, Numbers chapter 11, verse 8. The Israelites ground it in mills, or beat it in a mortar, baked it in pans, and made it into cakes. Note that God's AM mill was carbohydrates. In the evening, God sent fowl for their evening meal, their main source of protein. Protein is the main ingredient in the building material that makes up the cells of our body, which includes the genes, the brain, the immune system, and enzymes that catalyze every bodily function. The protein that the Hebrew children ate in the evening went to work rebuilding their depleted bodies while they slept. It must be noted that God separated the eating of the carbohydrates and the eating of protein from the morning until evening. The following is from Fagan's book, Natural Hormonal Enhancement. However, existing research indicates that protein and carbohydrates don't mix well. In small to moderate quantities, a mixed protein-carb meal does not pose problems for most people. In large quantities, though, carbs plus protein can impede digestion and elimination and cause gastrointestinal distress. Remember, God's direction was to eat carbohydrates to the full in the morning and flesh in the evening. Incorrect food combinations can cause physical problems, and in Israel's diet, God gave instructions in this regard. The special diet given to Israel was how the children of Israel ate while traveling through the wilderness for 40 years. God's word is perfect in wisdom and purpose. That purpose is that we would know him through his only begotten son, Christ Jesus, the Savior of all who will come. Thousands of years before science even sniffed at comprehending the subject, God gives perfect instruction in his word. 
just one more proof of God and his inerrant word found in the Holy Bible, end of quote. The children of faith take God's directive seriously, and they enjoy the results of their obedience. Certainly there were other ingredients to the wilderness diet, such as what they drank, but the two primary ingredients were manna and quail. When God places his imprimatur on something, wise men and women take heed. God said, Psalms 19.9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God said, John 10.35, The scripture cannot be broken. God said, Exodus 16.8-18, And Moses said, This shall be, when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full, for that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. And Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that at even quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay round about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less." And when they did meet it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. Man said, Who needs the Bible? It's just an old archaic book written by mere men and woefully outdated. Today's science is far superior. Now you have the record.